Welcome to the Divorce Talk with Twyla Show, where we talk all things divorce, and you will be inspired, informed, encouraged, and empowered. Now, let's welcome our host, Twyla M. Marks, the divorce recovery expert. She is Coach Twyla, the Get Your Happy Back Divorce Coach. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to the Divorce Talk with Twilight show on tonight. And listen, I'm super duper excited. First off, I am Twilight M. Marks, the divorce recovery expert, aka Coach Twilight, the Get Your Happy Back Divorce Coach. And so you are going to love this show on tonight. Listen, it's the last episode of Bonus Mom, Bonus Dad, the series part three. So for the last two weeks, I've had some amazing expert guests join me live in action on the show. And my God, it's been amazing. They've told their stories as it relates to blended families. You know, in today's society, a lot of people, unfortunately, I'm in that number as well, have experienced divorce. And you bring in children from that previous marriage, previous relationship, whatever the case may be. And so what do you call yourself? What do you call the children? Is it stepmom, stepdad, stepchildren? What is it? And so me personally, I've, I've told my story that did not occur in my household, but we had a kind of a different situation going on. But tonight, listen, my guest tonight is Miss Yumika Wright, and she goes by Blended and Loving It. And I love that. And so I found her on social media when I did a little search for Blended Families. And listen, she has an amazing, powerful story. And I believe that you're going to gain a lot of good, good insight as it relates to how she and her household operates as it relates to blended families. So without further ado, let me just welcome Miss Yumika Wright to the Divorce Talk with Twilight Show. Hello. 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 Yes, I'm glad you're here. Welcome, Yumika, to the show. Thank you so much for being here with me on tonight. And so if you would just introduce yourself uh, the people don't know who you are. I know who you are because we've had a conversation. It was like we knew each other, like it always is for every guest that comes on the Divorce Talk with Twyla. But um, let's, uh, why don't you just introduce yourself and we'll just dive right on into our conversation on tonight. Absolutely. I am Yamika Wright, as you stated, with Blended and Loving It. Um, we've been married for 16 years. Have How many years? It kind of went out. 16 years. 16, Okay. Have, have six, six. Um, um, I'm going, going back, back in, in, oh my gosh, 2006. Um, um, different. We brought two, brought two, two, brought two, two and then ultimately we had two together. Yes. So we have been for quite a time. And I came back with Blended and Love and Love. In the beginning, it was not Love and Love. Um, I started out, you know, he had children. My goal was to, when I divorced from my previous husband, I was like, I'm not trying to date anybody with no kids. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and that was just me, but I had kids myself. So here I am putting myself in the box, in a box. And yeah. he kept pursuing me. And I'm like, God, this man got two kids. I'm really not interested. And now mind you, I have two kids too. Yeah. But I was actually blocking my own blessings. 
So it was actually a blessing. We have been married for 16 years and Blended and Loving It came about because that was just a way for me to create my own space and to write my own story. Because okay. as you know, in Blended Family, so many, everybody's situation is different. Yeah. Uh, and, and people want to give you their advice. But most of the time, that advice will not work in your household. Some might. Amen. But yeah. <laughs> Amen. Let's say that again. Now, it's not a cookie cutter situation, folks. What works in your household may not work in mine and vice versa. So you've got to do what works for you, right? And your family. Absolutely. So, so y'all been married 16 years. Y'all have six children together as a whole family. Mm -hmm. And it's blended. So um, how old were the children when y'all got married? Were they all minors or some adults? Because that's a different dynamic too, right? It, it really is, yes. <laughs> Everyone were, was minors. The oldest was seven, getting ready to turn eight. Somewhere okay. there. So they are stair steps. So right now they are 23, 22, 18. One just turned 18. So the two 18-year-olds are about six months apart. And then we have a 15-year-old and a four-year-old. That four-year-old just... <laughs> wow, that's a big gap, girl. <laughs> we did not plan it that way. We had our own plan. I was like, okay, we're going to have another baby and we got to have it within this time frame. God was like, no, you're not. You're going to have this baby when you turn 40. And lo and behold. But surprisingly... After so many years, you would think that we had we would have already jailed, but he actually that little one brought us even more, uh, brought us even closer together because he, you know, he don't understand who got different mamas and different daddies. He's like, these are my siblings, right? So that little one actually really did help. Kind of, he's the glue, I would say. He's the glue of the family. Yeah. Oh, that's so sweet. I love it. I love it. So, how is the relationship between all the siblings? Do they and I all get they do. They get along, um, especially growing up together, being so young. The two 18-year-olds, they were like two, you know, when we um, got together. So everyone has pretty much grown up together. My husband had a different situation. Of course, I had custody of my two children. Mm -hmm. He had custody of only one. Um, the When they divorced, my, the mom took the girl, he took the boy. Mm -hmm. So the my oldest son, he stays with he we raised him in the household, and he went with mom every other weekend, and what, that's what we did also with the the girl. Um, so I would say they get along really well as siblings because they don't know anything else. We don't use mm -hmm. the term "oh, that's my stepsister" or yeah. "my stepbrother." We are family. It's nothing step about you know what we are, and when we get on this side, uh, and I always say on this side of the door. This is our home and we do things a certain way in our home. Now, you may do something different, you know, at your other house. But when you're here, this is what we do. Amen. I love that. So it's no stepsister, stepbrother. It's, that's my sister. That's my brother. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes, I love that. I love that. And that was the same situation I had in my household. I love, love, love that. So. You know, when we're talking about your personal story, your personal background, and I know you said you created Blended and Loving It for your personal space. Mm -hmm. And so that has turned out to be a huge, you're a blogger now, right? You blog about specifically yeah. about blended families, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and, and it came to me, I was a stay-at-home mom at some time. And I always tell my husband, I said, sometimes, you know, as a stay-at-home mom, you need a hobby or you need something because 
your mind will just be a, the devil's playground and it's just running and running. Mm -hmm. And I would just find myself consumed with some of the things that we were going through in our blended family. And I say, mm -hmm. you know what? I got to find a way to get this out, like to release and get this off of me. And so I started yeah. out anonymous at first, just okay. kind of because I didn't want to rock the boat, I guess. You know, you don't mm -hmm. want to offend anyone. But as time went on and my girlfriend was like, it's your story. You can tell yeah. whatever you want to tell. That's right. And at the end of the day, I still try to make sure that I'm respectful because regardless of how I feel about the kids, other parents, they're still their parents. And I still need to be respectful of that. So I try to make sure that I choose my words wisely. Mm -hmm. Sometimes that don't always happen. <laughs> and it, yeah. is, it is. But, you know, I, I use that space just to share my journey because I know others are going through it. And I feel like when we first married, it wasn't as many people, you know, in blended families. Um, okay. Now it just seemed like it's a new it's world. Right. You know it is. Is. it is. And that was one of the reasons why I did this series because it, it is, it's a lot of people's reality. Um, so many divorces have occurred. Unfortunately, over the last five, six years, and even through the pandemic, more, way more. Absolutely. And so you have parents or families that are blended. And so um, did you all have a conversation? I, I know a previous guest uh, was on and they had actually a conversation and with everyone involved about what do we call each other and what, who, or did it just happen? Or was it understood that's what it was going to be? How did they know? <laughs> we kind of let them form their titles the way they wanted to form the titles. We didn't want to press the issue of this is what you call me. The only thing we told them is that you cannot call us by our first names. So yeah. if you want to call me Miss Yumika, you can do that. You want to give me a nickname, you can do that. But you cannot call me Yumika, you know, as, as a child. Uh, my husband was raised, you know, by his grandfather. So we put, we, and my parents taught me as well, you just miss or mister to put a title on it. And yeah. I believe just with the kids being so young, they just kind of did what works for them. So they don't, it's not stepmom. I mean, I'm mama, he's dad, you know, yeah. the other parents had a problem with that. And I always try to. I was getting ready to ask you that. What do they call the biological? Same thing, mama and daddy. The the exact same thing. Um, and it's no different. And others understand. Like if they're saying if they if we're in the same location, it's hey mama, and I say hey back. So they know who is who. And I never right. try to make it. You know, I right. I have biological children, so I'm not trying to take anyone else's children. But I'm not going to tell you, no, you can't call me that. But if, if that's what you're comfortable with, I'm okay. Yes. Yes. Now, my, okay. I have a biological son who the 18 year, one of the 18 year olds, and he now have started, I believe, maybe like three years ago, started mm -hmm. calling my husband Ballhead. So he's just kind of giving him a nickname. But, oh. you know, when people who is that? He's like, oh, that's my stepdad. You know, he will break it down for him. Yeah. Um, and if other people, they're if their friends or peers ask, they'll be like, oh, that's my stepmom, my stepdad. It's fine. Yeah. But they don't call you that to your face. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Wow. 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 Oh my goodness. I love it. I love it. I love it. So, uh, you make a when uh, the kids are together, or do y'all split holidays, or how does that work? Because I mean, we're we, talking. We have a big family. <laughs> 
we used to split holidays. Now everyone, you know, the ones that are that we blended together, they're adults, um, pretty much. Um, we got three in college and one more getting ready to go off to college next year. Wow. Yeah. So the net the two that'll remain in the household, those are the two that we had together. But we used to split holidays and now um and they would go every other weekend. We would they would stay with one parent, you know, the 30 days of the summer, then go with the other yeah. parent. We were strictly just by the book um and just try to do what works best for the kids. Yes, yes, love it, love it. Absolutely. By the book sometimes is the best way to do it. <laughs> so there's no confusion. Right. Yes, yes. It's that traditional visitation schedule that goes we on tried here the other stuff and it yeah. it didn't work for us but it did work for my ex-husband and my myself with our um son so that mm -hmm. was fine so every relationship was different and we just had to treat it as such yeah. oh absolutely absolutely so when you let me ask you this going back to when you this first happened you guys were blended and you know have the children what did you have some outside sources telling you different things? And I mean, you mentioned you had people all in your ear. I mean, I'm just curious and we might have some listeners and viewers tonight um, listening and watching the show. Like that is exactly where I am. Everybody telling me what to do and they're not in my household. Absolutely. You, you always have people tell you how they would handle things or what they would do. And they are not putting on them shoes every day. Or making it seem like it's not that big of a deal. And I feel like when we first started this process, because you have to remember, it's not just the two of us that's blending and we're blending our families. Right. You're also bringing in ex-in-laws, other family right. members, parents, you know, other grandparents. And you know how grandparents are about their babies. Yes. Now you're talking about this random lady around or this random man around. And so what we had to do was just block out the outside noise and all that other stuff. We did not invite that into our household. We okay. decided that we we're going to do, you know, what worked for us. And it yeah. may not be pleasing to other people, but if, right. if you put mom, dad, bio mom, bio, or by bio, you know, the bonus parents, you really didn't have a say in, in what took place in our household and with those kids. Wow. I love it. So you just, it was just the parents. Um, yeah. I love that. I love that because that's the people that's going to be in their, I wouldn't say in their lives, but around them the most. Yes, absolutely. And yeah. if the grandparents had anything to do with it, then you talk to your son or your daughter, not the people who came into it. Um, because it just gets messy. It, it, it yeah. just gets so many messy with so many hands in the pot. And so yeah. many people, especially with us, it's it's a lot of us and, yeah. and it gets messy. Wow, wow, wow. My, my, my. So you are a best-selling author. You've written a book entitled Blended and Loving It, 30-Day Devotional, yeah. right? Yeah. So what is that all about? <laughs> Again, that was my safe haven because I remember just being maybe five years into the marriage and saying to my mom, like, I mean, we've been married five years. Why is it still drama? Why is it still mm. this way? And she was like, five years is not a long time. And I'm like, <laughs> you know, that's what it is. You know, especially to think that we're going through the same thing over and over. And at what point do you say, I'm tired? Because at that yeah. point, I'm tired. 
But being a believer, God is, that's who got me through this. And I turned to him and my husband. We prayed. We prayed for, you know, our exes, children. And I felt like, I was like, you know what? It's so many books out here because I can't tell you how to successfully have a blended family because that looks different for everybody. But what I can do is give you the tools, which is if you are a believer, turn to Christ. And that's what our devotional is about. Mm-hmm. It's encouraging. And it also gives you a little, you know, some little stories and some tips, but more so some prayers just to help you get through what you're going through. Because I, even the families that wear the matching T-shirts and, you know, they go on vacations together. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, personality still may clash or opinions may not be on the same page and they still too may struggle. But yeah. us who we're not wearing matching shirts, we're not <laughs> going together on no vacations or you know, we don't even do birthday parties together. And that's wow. fine. That's fine. If that's what works for you. Yeah. There's no rule that says you have to hang out with your ex not doing or that. the families have to do birthdays together. Yeah. If it works for you, it works for you. I had a previous guest and it worked for them. You're telling yes. me y'all don't do that? That's fine. Yes. There's I no- have friends that, that do that and it works perfect for them. And I, I love it. And yes. I just always say what whatever works for you works for you. There's no right or wrong way. There's not. I concur. No right or wrong way. And folks, whatever works for you, if you're in this space and you need this uh, assistance because we're talking about blended families and what works for you. Um, at the end of the show, Yamika is going to tell you how you can purchase her book. But Yamika, as we transition along, going to a professional level, um, what do you do on a professional level? What, what's your role? <laughs> I know you're a wife, you're a mom. <laughs> I, you know, and I work in education. I started out as a teacher. I have been a counselor um, with the, our local school district Um, where I was counseling students. This year, I transitioned into counseling our staff. So I am a coordinator of employee wellness. So my piece and just making sure that I take care of myself and I promote to our staff taking care of themselves. That's why I wrote that devotional because I'm like, you know what? Life is too short. And we learned that in the midst of this pandemic that any and everything can happen at the drop of a dime. So I make sure that I just provide wellness to our staff to take care of themselves so they can take care of the students within our school district. Amen. Love it, love it, love it. So you're counseling in your professional world. You, you know, you're a blogger, you have this family. And so your piece, I'm sure you are a very huge component of self-care. Yes. Absolutely. Sometimes I tell my husband self-care is sometimes just cutting people off or things off. And so Amen. Woo! <laughs> That's good. That's it. Yes, yes. Did y'all hear that? Sometimes self-care is cutting things and or people off. Just for your peace of mind, because there's no price tag you can put on peace. It's, it's not. It's not. Yes, yes. Wow, wow, wow. So what would you share with some of the listeners and viewers tonight if they're in this space of blended families or they're dating someone that have children now they may or may not have children that's a whole different dynamic it is um, if you don't have children and you are dating someone with children what are some tips that you would suggest um to them 
to do. I would first say, don't close yourself off to someone with children. Yeah. Um, sometimes we do put ourselves in a box and we may miss out. But if you find yourself with someone who has children or you're already with someone that has children, you have to do what works best for you and your family. Yeah. So whatever that is, you have, I always say, be your own blended family goals. You can't, what we see on social media or, you know, the negative or and the positive, it may not work for you. So don't rush it. Like mm -hmm. I was trying to rush it, you know, putting that five, you're like, we should be done with this. Because although him and I, we severed those marriages and we were ready, it mm -hmm. may take the kids a little longer to get ready. Because at the end of the day, all they know is those are my parents. And then you can ask, I'm a, a product of a blended family as well. Mm -hmm. And you can ask any adult or anybody, they normally want to see their parents together. Yeah. So it's, it's a transition for that child and just be understanding and willing to give that kid grace if they're not ready to blend when you think they should be ready to blend. It'll, it'll take some time. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. And so when, um, okay, let me ask you this. What do you think about, we talk about blended families and what goes on in your house and your rules. What it's could it sometimes be friction between the other parent as it relates to discipline disciplinary action? It most definitely can. <laughs> <laughs> that is one that comes to my mind because some parents may not agree with how you discipline and vice versa. So I yeah. know for us, we we never even talked about how we would discipline the kids, especially uh, with my daughter, my biological daughter being the oldest and his mm -hmm. biological son being his oldest son. It was just always an unwritten rule or unsaid that I kind of it physically because we, we do believe in spankings. And so if, it, yeah. if she needed to be spanked or whooped, I would handle her. He would take care of the son. And it just kind of worked that way. Okay. Um, However, I know some parents may not be okay with discipline, but I think that's where it have to be a meeting of the minds because if that mm -hmm. child is in my household, then we need to discuss some form of discipline. If, if you don't want them spanked, then when they come back to you, maybe you need to do it. Or if you want the dad just to do it or whoever the biological mm -hmm. parent is, I think it has to be a conversation. Um, but yeah, everybody in this household got treated the same. If you want the same, you know, goodies and positive reinforcement, then you're going to get the same negative reinforcements when you act up over here. And yeah. so that was if that was even discussed with the biological parents, like, well, no, because when they're in your household, we're expect we respect the expect the same thing. At the end right. of the day, we're raising uh, children to grow up to be productive citizens right. and they still need to be disciplined. If not. Yeah, kids are very savvy, and they will play the two of you together like a fiddle. Yes, <laughs> yes, and you know what? We've talked about that during this series. They will use the, oh the parents to, against each other. Well, over there, my dad or my mom. No, well, and that that household. When the two <laughs> parents don't talk, it leaves. You know, the kid can say anything. Yeah. Oh no, you're not putting lunch money on my account. And then they're going and giving money. And you're like, wait a minute. Now you think we're sending this kid to school without feeding him? And you're going around oh, telling yeah. people, yeah, they're not even giving him no money for lunch. And you're running up. No, that's so he can get you to bring lunch. But that happens when the parents do not communicate. Because yeah. now you're believing everything that the kid is saying. 
Yes, communication, folks, is key. You have to communicate. Even though you may not go to dinner or you may not even be BFFs with your um, the non-custodial parent. I play X sometimes. The non-custodial parent, it is imperative to have a discussion, whether that's face-to-face, -face, a phone call, email, text, whatever form of communication works for you, it's imperative to do Absolutely. so. Yes, yes. Especially when you know that the character of that other parent, that's not their character. And then the child's telling you, oh, they're not doing that. Okay, so you're sitting over here, you're sitting at school, not eating lunch because right. I didn't, yeah, that's just an example, but you know, wouldn't do that. So it, it takes, um, communication is key. And I'm loving it because throughout this whole series, Jamika, I've had from one end of the spectrum to the other, you know, and I was so excited for you to come on because I know when you and I talked initially, you told me, you shared some things with me and I thought, yes, this is perfect. Now my other guests, they are great friends, you know, and they hang out and all of that good stuff. And I love it. Yes. Good. What works for you? And so um, it was just great. It's great to have a different perspective and a different dynamic because that's not everyone's story. Right. Absolutely. And I have a very diverse audience that watches and listens to the Divorce Talk with Twyla show. So everybody's not in the same cookie cutter. <laughs> yes. Pattern. Yeah. It is different. Yeah. With my older daughter because I she has a different dad than my son. And my ex-husband, we go to we at the kids event. We sit together, you know, with his wife, and we're there together. Well, my daughter's father, we wave from across the way. Did you know? <laughs> different dynamic. <laughs> How you doing? You know, in passing, and that's fine. But I believe we all established early on that if nothing else, we just want what's best for the kids. Because at the end of the day, the only person that loses in all of this is the kid. If if you even if y'all don't get along, like I tell I tell my friend girl, I say, you know, you save all the negative talk for me and you. Yeah. Not when the kids are around. Cause I could think he a bum. But at the right. end of the day, them kids, yeah. that's all they know is that's my daddy. You know, exactly. So I'm gonna keep the bum talk from my homegirls. You know, not yes. And I'm glad you brought that up because folks listen, it what that can do and nine times out of ten it does do, it has a boomerang effect. Because Absolutely. you start bad mouthing the other the uh, other parent, that child's parent, then they can grow up and have resentment towards you because yeah. they're thinking, oh, my parent or mom, dad, whatever the case may be, you created the picture that they are a bum, but that's not the behaviors that they're showing to the child. And so the child is confused at this point, like what's going on? And right. so when they get old enough to really understand and see that could boom, have a boomerang effect on you. And then they resent you or be upset with you because in all essence, it was just because of the bitter feelings that you harbored throughout that divorce exactly. or breakup or whatever. Right. Yes. That's, that's it. You were right on with that. Yeah. So, wow, wow, wow. Wow. So, Yamika, listen, as we wrap up, uh, what uh, words of encouragement you would like to share with our viewers and listeners on tonight? Anything as it relates to blended families and just give them some tidbits of words of encouragement as we wrap up the show. 
Definitely. I would say if you're in a blended family, just allow yourself the time to build your family, you know how you want that to look. Don't mm -hmm. rush it. And like Twala said, communication is so important. Um, sometimes you may have to communicate via text, but just make sure that you're communicating, but not only communicating with the parents, talk to the children as well. We have family meetings where we talk together as a family. We also have a family group text as now we have them off to college and the oldest mm -hmm. has moved out. That's how we communicate and just build that sense of family because sometimes you'll have those outside people like, oh, well, that's not your real sister or that's not your real brother. But at the end of the day, you're family. And right. that's what it is. So I would say just make sure that you keep the outsiders on the outside. Mm. work on your family and don't worry about what anybody else is saying to you or giving you the advice of how you should run your family i love it keep the outsiders on the outside that's right i love that so yumika how can we um contact you how can the viewers listeners contact you purchase your book all of that good stuff absolutely our website is blendedandlovingit.com and then also on social media, Instagram and Facebook, we're Blended and Loving It um, also. And then our book you can find on Amazon as well as um, the ebook is on Apple Books as well. Yes, yes, yes. Love it, love it, love it. So Yumika, thank you so very much for being here with me on the show. And you have concluded the Bonus Mom, Bonus Dad series. It has been an amazing series. And it's my hope and prayer, and I believe that something throughout this whole series was said to encourage and inspire anyone and everyone that watched this series, because it is, it's a, it's a big deal, blended families, um, that's, that happens. People get remarried, and, you know, divorce rate is at an all-time high. It's, it's sad, but it is. It's true. So thank you all so very much, and as we wrap up, I will tell everyone that next week, my guest, OMG, you do not want to miss this. It's Miss Susan Guthrie. She is a family law attorney. She's the voice you can trust. And she's going to be talking about how to have a non-adversarial divorce. My goodness. Now, divorce does not have to be contentious. Nine times out of 10, it is. But she is going to share some tips and she's amazing. She's been in the law, law enforcement. She's been a family law attorney for 32 years. She's a very well-trusted, very reputable attorney. And so tune in next week, folks, and don't miss it. Until next time, this is Coach Twyla, the Get Your Happy Back Divorce Coach. I am out. What a great show. Thank you for tuning in. Until next time, the Divorce Talk with Twyla Show is out.